it it's irony. Irony slapped me in the face this week is what happened. Man, why do you do that? Well, because irony well, – uh, irony's a bitch. I don't know. But basically, I'm just on my commute home, right? Uh-huh. I'm cruising down the five like most Californians are doing to go home. And I'm going – stop and go traffic. Right. I mean, maybe I'm going 20, 25 miles an hour. Okay. I'm in the second left lane. Okay. And just minding my own business. Uh, maybe listening to our last episode. Maybe not. Oh, it wasn't Taylor Swift. I am like Kanye. I do listen to my own music. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I hear the car behind me lay on their horn. Just full blast. And within hearing that, no more than a second later, my car just is <laughs> from the rear passenger side. And I look over, and this tow truck driver has his window down, kind of hanging out of his his tow truck. Um, the best way to describe him is um, think of a tow truck driver. Think in your head what a tow truck driver would look like. Uh-huh. Uh, just twenty five percent more tattoos and uh, thinner than what you're imagining right now. Oh, okay. So fair. Um, he's looking at the damage. Uh, I'm looking at him as we're kind of moving down the five, and it takes him a bit to finally flip on his lights and go to merge because I've had my blinker on for forever, but I can't get over because he's blocking me. And, yeah, he just fucking weaved into my lane and, like, batmobiled the side of my car with his steel lug nuts on his front left tire. Ah, okay. Yeah. So he was honk was he was honking. No, the person behind me who stopped, very good people, pulled over with me to make sure that I was okay and to let me know that uh all his fault and mm. to give me their information for my insurance. Got it. Uh and also when I told him that he said a car came on his right and that's why he had to move over, the the driver was like, Yeah, that's complete bullshit. He just was weaving. And it's true because when I got on the freeway like two miles earlier, I did see him, the car that he was towing, because he was towing another fucking car, almost hit a semi. <laughs> so I didn't want to say that this dude was drunk or high, but I wanted to put it past him. But I was just trying to get out of there. He took complete fault. It's a company tow truck. So, uh, oh, he's fucked then. I'm going to get paid. Yeah. My back hurts, you know? Yeah. Even though the damage is only the size of, like, a Frisbee. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. You know? You need to go to chiropractor. Chronic back pain for the rest of your life. Yeah. It may be. Get well, that money. Thank you for joining us on this week of Pop Not Soda. Insurance fraud uh. is the uh, the theme of today's no, episode. Let me also say this. We are the original Pop Not Soda podcast because I did see that there is another Pop no Not Soda way. podcast that has Trying a- Trying to steal our shine. Not great logo uh, and have only been around since 2018. <laughs> And it is a male-female talking about 90s, early 2000s hip-hop podcast. So your okay. name don't even make sense. Right? All right. So you know that if you're looking for the OG, original six-pack of pop culture, uh, at least the diet version for this episode, this is where it's at. Right. And we've got a great episode for you today. We are going to be talking all of the movie reboots, um, even though the if you look at the marquee at the movie theaters right now, it feels like it's 1995. Yeah, what year is this? 
And we are going to be talking the scary future of artificial intelligence and what that means for fabricating images and videos. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking um, people losing their minds about food, basically. <laughs> people have gone crazy. <laughs> and uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is coming out tomorrow. And uh, I've already got tickets. Brian, you got tickets? I do. So we're going to talk about predictions for the bots office for Spider-Man Far From Home. And... Uh, where we think this may end the first three phases of Marvel, right? Uh, and if Endgame wasn't long enough, we yeah we, we needed need one, one more, more Spider-Man movie. One more, uh, and it is a the twentieth anniversary of uh, what Brian I think is one of the most outstanding athletic achievements. Even though he didn't get it on his first try, oh, he didn't get it on his first like thirty tries. tries yeah. yeah, but he still did it. Right, that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, but real quick, I want to touch on something that happened today. Today's Thursday. And if you live in California, uh, you know that something at 11 o'clock sent lots of people into a panic. Yes. Because they don't know how to read. (laughs) Uh, And this is just continuing from the irony that the fact that a tow truck hit me when they're supposed to be helping accidents, not creating them. But a... uh, Earthquake test alert system, uh, a system that is supposed to warn you and not uh, that something is coming, scared the shit out of people at work today because they had no idea it was coming. Yeah, I mean, these, like, warnings that they do, and, and I'm pretty sure it's the exact same with uh, the Amber Alerts, which, which are obviously yes. important. Uh, but, man, they are, like, if you have your volume on, that shit is a, like, we're... In the Cold War. Oh, yeah. And a fucking bomb just got launched. I mean, that thing is loud. So, yeah, I mean, there's like three or four people in my office today that had their volume on when this shit went off. And, yeah, uh, definitely scared the shit out of of all of us. I mean, I knew it was coming uh, because I had just heard it on the radio driving into work. But, I, you know, I didn't think about it. I totally forgot about it. Um, No, I mean, yeah, I had heard about it this morning on my commute as well. Thankfully, this commute, I was not hit by a tow truck. But I thought about it. And I was like, oh, that's going to be interesting because at 11 a.m. this morning, everybody's phone's going to go off. And I was like, oh, this must have been how it was in Hawaii when that dude pressed the wrong button and notified yeah. everybody that they were going to die. Right. Uh, but it did scare. And, you know, I worked with, you know, I've got students in my office and they, they were just so confused. Um, I would say more of the professional staff were like, what the fuck is going on? I, I mean, personally, I don't understand why an earthquake warning is necessary. I feel like you feel the ground, and you're like, "Oh shit, an earthquake's coming." Plus, what are you gonna do? Like, if you're just if you're like us at work, wh- you're not gonna run to your car and drive home. Uh, I mean, maybe it's you can get underneath the table quicker. Maybe you know, you can uh, drop the sulfuric acid that you're doing. <laughs> You're using it at work, or maybe you could stop, like, uh, the nail gun, like, maybe if you're doing something dangerous, or, you know, if you're a cardi, you know, a cardiologist in the middle of surgery, you're like, hmm, maybe I should take the scalpel back from the heart, you know? Uh, And the earthquake test is only supposed to be for an earthquake that is about to come that has a magnitude of 5.0 or higher, Um, which could do a little bit of damage. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, at least... I don't, I don't know. Like there, there needed to be a better system to let people know that that was coming. Because I would say I was probably the only one in my office that knew it was coming. Yeah. 
definitely. Yeah, they need to figure out a way to inform more people. Maybe they need a warning, like a pre-warning about the test warning. <laughs> that would still scare the, the shit actual, out of people. Yeah, no, for sure. But, I mean, I, I just hope this isn't you like a what? slippery slope. They should get an Instagram ad. That's how they come at people. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, See it slip- everywhere. Slippery slope to what, Brian? Uh, to just like unnecessary warnings, right? Like obviously the Amber Alert, that's that's important. I'm okay with that. Earthquake warning, okay. Maybe I'll jump under my desk a split second sooner than uh, than I would. You know, me, but I just don't want like I already get news updates about just the the dumbest shit. Oh, I turn that I turn that off. Yeah, but you I can't mean eventually turn off these updates. exactly. Eventually you could, but that's the thing is. You can't turn these well, off. I mean, maybe you could, but you remember there were they were floating around with a system where it would allow the president to send messages straight to your phone. Oh god! And they were like, "Yeah, that's not the right president." It's called to Twitter. Have that. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, and actually, speaking about his tweets, there um, anything that comes with um, that he tweets that will have a uh, basically lies or <laughs> harassing harassing information so is going to have a warning. It's so unbelievable. So you'll have to click in to see what it says because they're trying to combat negative mental health on. Um, twitter right like how can you how can you do that it's it's literally contradicting what you're what you're supposed to be blocking i'm i think the problem is not the blocker it's the fact that it's needed for the president of the united states and that's the thing it's like it's supposed to be for (laughs) politicians for like people of influence you know but just your normal joe schmo yeah he says some dumb racist shit and that gets blocked but our president says the same shit and we can see it we just have to click a box before we do yep unreal yep and that's as much as we're gonna spend on it <laughs> yeah uh but as i mentioned before this week has marked the 20th anniversary of again i think one of the coolest things that i remember watching live i remember my parents had rented enemy of the state from blockbuster it was the first rated r movie i got to watch not to watch some will smith Mm-hmm. And after that finished, it was like, you know, a Saturday afternoon during the Ets games. We turn it on and good old Tony Hawk, the man who no one ever recognizes. And you would know that if you follow him on Twitter. Did I mean, I guess it wasn't competition because he didn't land it the first try. They just let him kept going. Like, right. Um, but it was during the best trick uh, Bert. Yeah. And you probably saw it on Instagram last week. It was all over the place. Um, you know, a lot of people just giving Tony uh, props 20 years later. It was kind of funny because all this one clip I saw, all these kids were like, yeah, you know, I was two years old. I was four years old when he did it. But immediately after that, I started skating. It's like, shut the fuck up. You don't remember that. Give me a break. Um, it, it was incredible. I mean, what everybody at the time thought was impossible to do a fucking 900, you know, he pulled off and I don't care what you say about, you know, landing with his hand, uh, down. I mean, he fucking, he landed, he landed. Exactly. He stuck it. He did, he did what we all thought was not, uh, you know, humanly possible, especially for someone as tall as him. Yeah. Cause I feel like that just, when you have more body to go around, it's hard to get it around. And it was, I mean, it was better than, like, you couldn't write that, you know, better. I think I called my friend on my landline to his landline to be like, bro, did you just see what Tony Hawk did? Yeah. 
I mean, incredible. Just the, not only the mental, uh, sorry, not only the physical strength to get through that. Cause I mean, you, if you go back and watch these attempts, like he bails hard. Yeah. It, I mean, he's, you know, flying through the air, trying to spin around three times or three times, three times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he definitely well, hits the deck two, two and a half. Two and a half. Really. He hits the deck hard, and then just the mental strength to be like, oh yeah, on my sixteenth or seventeenth attempt, whatever it was, yeah. I'm just gonna keep powering through. I mean, if it wasn't for that trick, we would not have Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, that I mean, one trick single-handedly, one propelled him. Past all of the other skaters at the time. Oh, for sure. Like, because at that point, that you made know, him bigger than skateboarding. It did. It yeah. really did. Like, you know, I feel like without that trick, he's Dave Mira, rest in peace. Like, he's not f- known really for what he did at the X Games, but maybe he ends up hosting some reality TV show or something, right? But that that trick turned him into a marquee name and a franchise. Yeah. And imagine, too, right, if he wasn't able to pull that off and there was just that mental block that continued for years, you know? Because I, I feel like that is a moment in athletic achievement that really just created, like, you know, a lot of people to be like, oh, shit, if Tony Hawk can do a fucking 900, maybe I can do a backflip on a motorcycle. Maybe yeah. I can do a double backflip on a motorcycle. Maybe I can do a, you know, maybe I can a twelve go in the air, sixty on a snowboard. Fucking let go of the bike completely and then grab back on. Yeah, I, I think it was one of those times, you know, like it also a Saint Bolt, you know, running his times. Michael Phelps winning all those medals, medals where I, you're just like, oh shit, that that is possible. It also made the Etch Games more than just a niche event on ESPN over the summer. Like, yeah. it, it separated the Ets games from fucking beach roller hockey. Yeah, it became must-watch TV. Yeah, I mean, that's why they got rid of the fucking uh, skydiving with a snowboard <laughs> and your video <laughs> guy. Uh, they they got rid of the uh, speed rock climb. Um, and they, I mean, I love the, the downhill luge. shit, right? I the love luge. the down-the-street yeah. luge with, uh, what was his name, the Professor? Uh, oh, he was like some European dude with mm. long blonde hair that I loved watching. Like, I mean, I, I definitely remember the X Games video game. Oh, yeah. And that being uh, probably the best event. I mean, I would, I would also say that without it, the stars aren't made like Orion Sheckler, uh, Dave Mira, Ryan Nyquist, like in their respected sport of BMX, aren't held to such a degree. I mean, skateboarding for us and i think me primarily because i was a little younger than you guys was everything like i had a subscription to trans world skateboarding i had all the tony hot games up through tony hot pro skater underground or uh underground yeah because uh, anything I, like underground trying to ruin the franchise but we'll, you know we'll let it slide right um, we don't talk about that but everything i wore skate shoes like like it, it skateboarding was the biggest thing for like three years tech deck Oh, yeah, for I, sure. Like, I was, too. I yeah. still have a tech deck at my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, and I think without it, without this trick, skateboarding isn't as mainstream. 
And I think we may also be a little sandy because we are in Southern California, which is one of the bases, like, is a skateboard mecca. Uh, I mean, a lot of what modern skateboarding is was created out here. Oh, yeah. So, with all that said, Brian, is there an athletic achievement, an individual athletic achievement that you think is on the same level as Tony Hawk's 900? I would say... I mean, yeah, probably. My first thought, and I, I mentioned it uh, earlier, is Michael Phelps. But that's kind of like a culmination of single achievements, okay. right? It wasn't like one race that he won. I mean, maybe Usain Bolt, too, that I said as well, because that shit was pretty unbelievable. Fastest man ever alive. Because I feel like it's too hard with team sports, you know, like baseball, basketball, football. Because with skateboarding, it really is just you and the board versus yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I've i got one. It's 2008. Yeah, and yeah. this man had to go into a fifth-day playoff. An, an extra day on the course to win oh, the U.S. Oh. Open on one knee. Mm. And that is Tiger Woods. I think him winning, injured, beating Rocco at Torrey Pines. I don't, Maybe he doesn't get up there. Because I'm trying to, like, you know, the Tiger Slam, I think, is one of the most outstanding achievements. I think Serena Williams... But those are like collections right. of individual achievements, right? But if I have to think of like one thing I can remember watching and just being on edge, and his most recent win at the Masters is up there. But man, that like having finals and like making sure I could watch it like before having to go take a final, and w- he was hobbling like every tee shot was so much torque on his knee, and for him to power through it and a win. Um, which a lot of people thought was going to be his last major victory. Uh, thankfully, 11 years later, it wasn't. But I would say that's close. Yeah. Because I think at that time, too, Tiger was what golf was. And I think that's what we're talking about is when the individual became bigger than the sport. And there were a lot of moments for Tiger, but if I'm picking one individual achievement that stands out for me, it's that 2008 U.S. Open win. Yeah. God bless Vicodin. <laughs> appreciate you uh all right brian marvel is doing their thing disney is making millions and millions and millions of dollars aladdin which broke the memorial day curse and is over 800 million dollars grossing at the bots office right oh, now shit. it has become will smith's highest grossing movie ever surpassing independence day and that's not all i mean fucking Spider-Man Far From Home and Lion King come out in the same month for Disney. And so we're here to give our thoughts on what Spider-Man Far From Home will hold for the Marvel Universe moving forward and how much money it's going to make. Yeah. I think that it's in a pretty prime position to not only blow this first weekend out, but, you know, crush July. Until until Lion King comes out at the end of the month, because um, it comes out at the end of the month, right? 
We'll have a show around July seventeenth. Oh shit. Right? Yes, I think it's a Wednesday. It's either July seventeenth. No, July nineteenth. I'm sorry. July nineteenth. Yeah, because this would, this is weird that Spider Man's coming out on a Tuesday. Well, because it's Tuesday night because it's coming out Wednesday. Okay. Well, either yeah, way, yeah. it's because it's July fourth happens to fall on a Thursday. Right. Right. So I guess they're allowed to move it up a day early if there's a holiday. I mean, tell me, I feel like movies could release whenever the, the hell they want it. Yeah. They just, it's like, that's what everybody does. Right. Like. But no, I th- I think it's great timing for the holiday weekend because yeah. you got all these fucking kids that are out of school and not doing shit. <laughs> so they're all gonna there's see summer it school Wednesday summer camp. You gonna go to summer camp? I mean, it did, but it's like high school. You don't, you know. Oh. You're just running around. You're not figuring out. You're not working at Jamba Juice? No. I didn't work in high school. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it'll make a lot of money. I mean, it's already getting really good reviews. Uh, everyone seems to have a fucking spider boner over Tom Holland, which I do, too. He's amazing. Admittedly. He said that he would love to play Spider-Man until he can't walk anymore, and I'm super down. Well, I think they're trying to make, you know – He's the new RDJ, bro. He's the new RDJ. And if they can get Tom Hardy, yeah, uh, you know, baked in here, just never let him have his own franchise again. Yeah, because or actually, I take that back. Just bring the property over. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry, but if I'm Sony, just sell it. Like I would, no, and, and fine, fine. You know why? Because Sony makes a lot of money off their video games. Oh uh, yeah, that's so. Make that's a deal. True. Where you get residuals from Marvel to to produce all the movies you're making, and then just take a cut from all those movies and keep the video game. Just keep the video game. Because they did that well. The last Spider-Man game. Disney has the TV rights. Just keep the video game. Yeah. Yeah, and just just let them do what they do best, and then you you stay in your lane, Sony. You know. But uh, fuck, man. Another another goddamn Marvel movie. I know. Unbelievable. And, and Endgame's coming back out. We talked yeah, about it exactly. last week. So I'm seeing that too. But I'm super excited. I, I mean, like like we were saying, Tom Holland's just great. I think there will be some surprises here too. I, I just feel like they have to. They're not just going to roll out what we all think is going to happen. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with Mysterio too because, you know, I, I think we're both on the same page as well where – he is uh, definitely not telling the truth, probably uh, f- somehow behind these monsters that we've seen in the preview. Uh, we see MJ figures out he's Spider-Man, so that will be an interesting you know, twist in their relationship. This is the thing, right? Marvel's been so good at not giving anything away that they go so far to edit the trailers so that the trailer, the scenes in the trailers don't show up or are different in the movie. Right. I mean, there's been tons of times um, in Infinity War and Endgame oh, yeah. where scenes from the trailers are nowhere near the movie. Yeah, they're completely altered. Yeah. Um, so it's got me so skeptical that the amount of information that they have released through clips and through the trailers... That it's all like there's something like the other shoe has to drop because that's how they operate. Like that, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to just have my mind blown because 
it, it can't be. It can't be. And that's why I think the multiverse is a goddamn lie. <laughs> I do too. I think they're 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 they're, they're just baiting. Yeah, yeah, they're baiting everyone. They're trolling everybody who was yep. like, "Oh, the merger's complete. Fantastic Four's coming over. X-Men's coming over. How are they going to do it? Oh, and they're, they're going to bring they, everybody back yeah. because it's a different universe." Yeah. Yeah, no. No. All right, just understand that Cap made out with his grandniece. Okay? Okay. Agent 13. Her great aunt was Peggy Carter. Oh, yeah, bro. Shit. Incest. So, uh, Brian, what are you thinking this does? Uh, let's say opening holiday weekend. So, Tuesday through Sunday. I'm going to say 170. 170 million dollars. Yeah. All right. Fair. Respectable. I'm going to say 203. Oh, shit. I think it breaks two. Wow. Because I think the reason why they're having so many showings on Tuesday night is because of when July 4th is. And they are going to make $60 million through Tuesday and Wednesday. And then the rest of the weekend and through the holiday, they'll make like 140. Yeah. I just feel like with the holiday, and maybe it's just because we're in San Diego, so you automatically yeah. just go to the beach. Right? I will say, in, in 2004, I was in New York, and on July 4th, we went and watched Spider-Man 2 in the theater. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. And it was fun. You know, d- I don't know if I should say this, but there was an actor spotted at the premiere who has uh, who has not been announced. I don't want to know. Okay. I think that's, uh, especially with the movie coming out tomorrow, we try to keep this spoiler free. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to know. I don't okay. want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I hope it's to God, not Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to have to break. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to be talking the perils and dangers of artificial intelligence. It's Topher Grace. <coughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's not Skynet, which is how everyone thought AI was going to ruin the world. This time it may be through nudes. Uh, we're going to be talking Arby's and why they're so dumb. And it's. I just hope it's a marketing ploy. Yeah. Because if it's. They got the meats, man. Even if it's not. Even if it is a marketing ploy, it's still bad. And more movie reboots are coming to theaters and we've got all the movie news so stick around my question is generally why and especially after (laughs) uh just watching the new preview for the reboot of charlie's angels i i just can't i don't i why because, Brian. Because. Because Hollywood is that fucking lazy. They can't do anything. <laughs> they can't do anything new. We just got to fucking remake everything. I read an article this week about the fact that this year may be the worst year for moviegoers. Like the amount of month, like the amount of tickets that have been bought per movie. And it's crazy to think with how much money Avengers Endgame has made. Yeah. And the other Marvel movies that every other movie has sucked. And it it appears to be that every studio outside of Disney and what Disney owns just doesn't know how to make a decent blockbuster anymore. That it could be killing the industry that we know as cinema. Yeah. And then especially with 
Netflix. You know, you have Amazon now. Um, you have HBO yeah, as we, well. But we know Netflix is dead. In two <laughs> <years>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once that Disney streaming service starts. Oh, and, and the then office, the office yeah, leaving. Bro, come and then on. Friends is next, and then yeah. it's game over. But yeah, I mean, you're right. There's Charlie's just way Angels, more. man. Charlie's fucking Angels. I mean, what I would have liked is if they went to Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and you did like a series, and you made okay, him, and you made it mature, like Jack Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you didn't like Jack Ryan. I didn't watch Jack Ryan. Oh, it's honest. good. It's really good. I, I mean, I like I like Krasinski, so I'm sure I, I'm sure it's good. Uh, I'm sure I'd like it. But that that's what I thought would have been better. Okay, you wanted a limited series, or or, ju- or, or just, just a series, yeah, or just like okay. reboot the show, but make it like R rated and cool. Yeah, because that's what this is going to be. But it's th- just going to be another fucking PG thirteen <laughs> re vomit. Of yeah, but they're looking to make a franchise. Like I, I think, I think that's where we're gonna get into, Brian. That's the problem, is that the 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 gift and the curse that was and that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and how it has basically brought all of these franchises together, and everything it makes is its own franchise, and it's profitable, and it's their gifts that keep on giving. Every other studio has tried to do this and they have all been unsuccessful yeah and that's what they're looking for they're not looking to make a great blockbuster film they're looking for franchises they want an idea that will spawn more ideas with the same actors and they can make the same movies over and over again so when i watched this trailer for charlie's angels I'm seeing the three young female leads who are relatively, for the most part, not uh, high profile, right? They're up and coming or they've been cooled. Uh, Bella, whatever, um, Kristen Stewart, right? she hasn't really been in a lot recently. So this is kind of a, oh, like she's a coming back. Yeah. Uh, you've got Naomi, uh, Kimberly the Pink Ranger, Jasmine from Aladdin, who's on the way up. Yep. Um, She's on that Candace Wu rocket ship. Yeah. And so that's what I'm looking at. They're like, oh, if this does good enough, then we can make more. Right. And then you can slap Patrick Stewart in there for. Yeah, I don't even think he's Charlie, which is bullshit. One real actor. Yeah. I I love him, though. Like, I love Pat Stewart. Oh, yeah. He's. And I bet you he's in it because he supports women uh, tremendously. Yeah. He also looks fucking great. Oh, bro, he's he's never going to age again, and he's just going to look like Professor Etz for the rest of his life. Maybe that's the secret. Suck dick, you live longer. What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I just, I don't, no, that that's not him. That's Gandalf. Oh, yeah, he's not gay. It's, isn't he? No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure he has a wife. Oh, okay. He's just best friends with Gandalf. Yeah, Ian McClellan. Yeah. He looks terrible. <laughs> so I think that fucks so up your theory. Okay. Uh, but good, that's not the I'm, only. Because I'm not doing it, so <laughs> maybe I'll look as good as Patrick Stewart. Now I'm really worried what you've been doing recently. <laughs> um, but that's not the only reboot that's coming to theaters. Oh, no. Yes, everyone's favorite. And I would say fifth place wholesome actor. Like if there, if you have the list of actors everyone loves, tied at number one is Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves. 
Hmm. Just good people, good actors. Everyone sees them. They go, aw. I would say probably number four. I don't know who three is, but I'm, I don't want to give him this the high of a shot. Okay. Number four, Paul Rudd. Right? Everybody loves Paul Rudd. Yeah. Also someone who hasn't aged. Very true. Also, I'm pretty sure someone that doesn't suck dick. Debatable. Mm, does he have like a partner or a wife? or? Yeah, no, I know. Okay. But that crew, you never know. Oh, okay. <laughs> they Jesus. write jokes. Yes. Is going to... He's the first, I think, cast member announced for this reboot. A reboot... No, they did announce... Um, oh, did they announce someone yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, Have I just not paid attention because it's no one I know? Uh, Well, they, they have all the... Or living... um. Members coming back. Okay, the that, original. Okay, that doesn't. And then the kids. They announced the kids too. Uh, I can't remember one of the kids from Stranger Things. I oh, know. of course. You know, I feel like they're just gonna get typecasted for all of this. So he's got to be a dad then. Fashion. He's got to be someone's son. He's got to be Bill Murray's son. So they're just going grandkids. Is that yeah, what this is going to be? What it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because Ernie this has Hudson, been announced. Yeah. 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 Ghostbusters is coming back, right? <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> is coming back. Twenty twenty. And Hooray. I guess they're just going to ignore whatever happened in 2016 or 17, whenever that movie came out with Chris Hemsworth and yeah. the leading ladies like Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones, Leslie Jones and yeah, Kate. Oh, yeah. Katie McKinnon. Katie yeah, McKinnon. Katie McKinnon. I mean, they they fucking blew it. Because you had you had it was uh, just a, you have a great cast. Right. And you had a great director, Paul Feig. You know, he's done great movies. But they fucking just dropped. I, it kind of felt like they, a studio. They somehow that was like a studio job. And, you know? and the fact that they somehow wrote a script with four female leads, and everyone came out going, "Chris Hemsworth was really good in that." <laughs> yeah, you did such a disservice to those four ladies because they are all terrifically hilarious. There, that could have been, I mean, the next bridesmaids. You know, it just should have been radar. Yeah, I think we agree, uh, Brian. You have said this since day one that comedies. If it's not a great script or a great idea, should just lean into an R because it opens the playing field for more jokes and more unexpected moments. Yeah. And I guarantee there's so much wasted uh, scenes that they can't use because they like, you know, slipped in a curse word or they were at their mark for number of times they said shit or whatever, you know, like you just handcuff these comedians. It's so unfair. Yeah. No, definitely. Especially someone like Leslie Jones. I'm sorry. Wait, and Melissa McCarthy, you know? Yeah, Melissa McCarthy, too. Um, like, I love the scene in Spy where they're just trading insults and she's oh. just getting, like, worse and worse. Like, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, her and um, Rose. Yes. Great in Spy. Love that movie. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, dude. Like, I like Paul Rudd. I love Bill Murray. I, I think the original Ghostbusters is great. But I just... I never asked for another Ghostbusters, even when they did it two years ago. I never asked for fucking Charlie's Angels, even when it was Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Except uh, the one time, and Bill Murray. Hey, and Bill Murray, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I did like when they replaced him with uh, Rest in Peace, Bernie Mac. Right. Uh, and we're just going to pretend that Bosley's black now. <laughs> um, I just, I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for it. And, and you know what? The the This is... You know what's next? Fucking A team. They're just gonna make another eight reboot A team. Oh yeah, because I I think they did a pretty good job casting the A team. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing a uh, a sequel. 
with Neeson and Cooper and Rampage Jackson. Yeah, but in this one, does Liam just go after Rampage and try and kill him? Why would he? Because it's Liam Neeson. Oh, and he's racist as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But I mean, that was, you know, a long time no, ago. No, I'm just kidding. I don't it's think Rampage it's raped any of his oh, oh close friends. It was just a joke for the podcast. You told you there real quick. I'm just explaining it to people who don't understand oh, what we're talking well, about. You know what? This is some stuff I can't Jokes explain. Jokes are way funnier when you <laughs> explain them. Don't you know this? <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's why I didn't really enjoy the last reboots because no one explained the jokes to me. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> but if we're on the topic of things that I just don't understand is ha- where all of these artificial intelligence apps are coming from, who's developing them and why just why? Well, the why is pretty easy <laughs> money. You, well, no, cause then you can just, yeah, money for sure. But, uh, the, <laughs> you, you use this just bleeding edge technology and create fucking fake porno movies or uh, fake nudes, you know? Or fake news. Or fake news, yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I think it started picking up steam innocently enough uh, during these last couple of weeks because there's been a couple of comedians um, who do impressions. Uh, one was like Bill Hader. The other was uh, Ross Marquand, who's on The Walking Dead, uh, who's a very famous impressionist. Um Somebody was able to put the face of the celebrity that they were impersonating onto their face. So like Bill Hader, for example, he was doing a Pacino impression and they were able to make his face look like fucking Al Pacino. But it's Bill Hader talking in this yeah, interview. I remember like Conan. Snapchat did this like five years ago and it wasn't that great. And that was still kind of weird. Yeah, and then, you know, same thing with Bill Hader. He does our Schwarzenegger, and then, you know, with fucking Ross Marquand, he does, like, a dozen impressions, and they, uh, you know, whoever did this did a great job with uh, Ross Marquand because those faces, like, are legit. Um, If you were able to do, you know, the entire uh, body of the person, and you either were able to use enough clips of these people talking so um like what what also has come up is uh like joe rogan um somebody did a fake basically like made a fake podcast of joe rogan because they were able to because he has so many podcasts and because he's done so many like stand specials they're able to pull like literally every word that they would need to and they made up like a podcast in it you know knowing that it was fake you could kind of tell but if you didn't know it was fake probably wouldn't be able to notice a difference um and same thing can be said with like videos now right so with this like deep fake technology not only can you you know obviously change someone's face but you can recreate a person and if you either do one of two things get an impressionist who can do a spot-on impression or you know like a president per se who has all these speeches uh, that they give or a very, um, you know, powerful politician, same thing. You can create, like, fake videos. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, Facebook got a ton of heat for not taking down that Pelosi video. 
which was terrible. And they said, oh, this was just a mistake. No, we shut yeah. up, Zuckerberg. Get real. Uh, but the other side that you had alluded to is an app that, by the time I heard about it, w- was already shut down. Yeah. And when I read this story, I couldn't believe that this thing existed. And then, like, look, like Googled to be like, is this a legit story? And there was more stories about it. And then I saw that there were more apps like it, just nothing as advanced as this one. But basically, there was a an app that was available on the Android App Store and Windows 10. It's called Deep Nude. It utilized artifi- uh, servers using artificial intelligence to basically, if you took a clothed photo of a person and upload it, it would generate a nude photo of that person. Yeah, super creepy. And it's, you even know how, cr- it's just, whoever programmed this just needs to have their keyboard taken away. Because the app, would only work is if you uploaded a photo of a woman. Oh. So it's even creepier, Brian. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, you like for dudes, it would just give them a woman body. It was it, it could not replicate a dong. Huh. It was not programmed to do that. <laughs> it didn't have the, so the cutting edge wiener technology. About, if you want to talk about the most misogynistic and predatorial, like sexist program, it's a hundred percent this this app. That doesn't exist. Well, I mean, it exists, but it's been shut down. Right. Like you can't access it. It's been quarantined. Um, and they'll probably be sued and lose their server power. So even if you do have it, you won't be able to use it for very much longer. Oh, um, a thousand percent. All it takes is one of those girls to be the daughter of a state senator. Yeah. Right. You're done. Yeah. And, and this is the craziest thing, too, is that. Uh, I will say there was somebody in the comments trying to look at the positive side that was like, well, you know, if this technology is out there, that at least means that if a nude were to pop up of of a person, they could just claim that it's fake. Shut up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, oh, know, that pops up and they're like, oh, no, no, that's fake. Somebody used an app to generate that photo. I mean, it's it's not good enough where... I the don't careful know. Eye. From what I've taught, what I've seen the comments, because I, I didn't fucking download this app or do anything with it but from what i've seen the comments people who had used it were like it's scary good okay that's fair because i didn't use the app yeah no no, that's what i'm saying so i don't know like because i think if you ever do a google image result or some shit you get like the terrible cropped faces like of movie stars but yeah i apparently wasn't like that like it they said it was scary how easy it was and how quickly the app would generate a nude photo um, and that's because it wasn't Photoshop. It wasn't a copy and paste because um, looking up the articles on this uh, this app, I also saw that there are a line of applications. They're called X-Ray apps. And that's basically what those do. They basically will take a clothed photo and then they will basically, you know, pit the pixels out and then just layer in Photoshop uh, an actual nude body over someone. Man. Which is also can't creepy. wait for that to be uh, augmented reality. You know, just well, walk around on your dude, phone and oh. see some dicks. Like, see yeah, some you know, you get the Google Glass and you just right. like, yeah, no, no, it's looking at dick and tits all day. <laughs> 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 Sounds like the kind of future I want to I want to live in. So when Brian runs for president, that's going to be his <laughs> motto: vote for Brian Owens, man who believes in looking at dits and tits all day. I'm just saying that. I mean, that's what you would automatically but, go for. And I think this gets to the point where. 
everyone has always been afraid of artificial intelligence because they felt like that would lead to robots becoming sentient and taking over the world. A la Skynet, a la that terrible movie with Shia LaBeouf. Um, oh. uh, Eagle Eye? Eagle Eye, yeah. That's what they were afraid of. But the man. Actually, what we it appears we need to be worried about is the fact that artificial intelligence may be able to fabricate video and images that we won't be able to trust Yeah. any video or photos we see. And when you take that out, that means if you're not there, then you have no proof. So, because what does that do for murder? Like, 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 what does that do for criminal cases? You can say, oh, the sorry, the prosecution has determined, you know, the prosecution can't use it because that video is fake. Right. That's a fake photo of me. I didn't say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just chaos, bro. That's just gonna throw our world into chaos. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there is. There is technology out there to to know when a photo is photoshopped. But what I'm saying is there will be a point in our future, Brian, that I can see AI getting yeah, yeah. to a point I, where we I won't be saying. able to tell. Right. Hopefully we'll be dead by then. <laughs> well, know. And our kids will have to deal uh, with it. Global warming, bro. We only got like 20 years. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, anyway, right. Um, and I think if you were to eat the next product, you probably won't make it to see it either. Yeah, it's a real Again. thing. It's a real thing. Just why? Why Arby's? So everyone remembers IHOP's little marketing stunt, right? That they were changing their name from IHOP to IHOB, and legitimately, at apparently some locations, they did change the sign in the menus. Yeah. Um, not a location that I visited though, because I only go to IHOP like once a year. I don't think I've been to IHOP in a you decade. Want, maybe you want, you want no pancakes? Not from IHOP. Uh, they're the International House of Pancakes. No, they're the International House of Burgers. Well, they right? were. And now they're back to pancakes. But uh, I Fool would me once. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Play that George Bush clip. <laughs> uh, fool me twice. There's a, uh, there's a saying in Texas. Well, you mean, yeah. Maybe in Tennessee. Probably in Tennessee as, to- as well. Okay, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, see, we just need that AI, and then you would have. Uh, we could have put George W's face over you. Yeah. I mean, I know the whole. I don't know the whole bit. I've listened to that J Cole song too oh, many times. So yeah. Um, but Arby's, everyone's favorite fast food restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> who I would say is known for having the goddamn worst slogan. Yeah. Quote: We have the meats. End quote. It just sounds creepy. Right. It just Who's the ad wizard that came up yeah, with that right? one? It's like Jerry from Rick and Morty, like uh, hungry for apples. And I blame them for ruining uh, H. John Benjamin. For oh, me. you don't like Bob? I love him, but I don't. Like, and I knew what he looked like. Um, oh, he, this shattered the, the, the glass for you is what you're saying. Like you didn't, like you, because his voice doesn't really match up with what he looks like. Is that what bothers you? I mean... No, not really, because I did watch uh, Wet Hot American Summer and, like, the prequel, because I don't think he was in the actual movie. I think he was in the prequel. Yeah, he wasn't in the movie. Right. Um, so, yeah, I knew what he looked like. and But now, like, you know, Archer's on, Bob's Burgers is on, and I don't need to see his fucking face every... Well, he's also the convenience store guy and family guy. True, he is. Yeah. So... Just think about that when you <laughs> see him talking about meats. 
Um, but basically, it's just such a weird. It is. It is. He's such a weird, weird ad. But campaign. I like him. Oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And it made sense for, for him to do Arby's. I was like, okay, that that made sense, right? So, uh, I think Arby's has pushed away from just the what I remember growing up is like the five roast beef sandwiches and horsey sauce for like five dollars. Yeah, to try to be fries. to try to be more of a oh the potato triangles those are always good. <laughs> um, <laughs> from being known for just roast beef to being like oh we're a fast food deli. Yeah. Like, you can come get fresh deli and, like, handcrafted deli sandwiches through Save a drive through Save your goddamn turkey sandwich. No, who the fuck thought this was a good idea? Give right? me roast beef. Give me that fucking processed cheese. <laughs> give me three packs of Arby sauce and as many curly no fries horse, as you can fit no in No horsey bag. sauce, huh? Nah. You don't ever shit. mix the Arby's with the horsey? Yeah, I mean, that was always I mean, to be fair, I haven't been to Arby's in, like, 17 years right. since I was a kid. I haven't either since high school. Um... And I do have one friend who loves Arby's, and uh, I still don't know how he eats there because it just would gross me out. But Arby's has announced that because of their competitors, such as Burger King and Del Taco, who are embracing the wave of change, which is by featuring Beyond Meat products. So plant-based, non-meat, vegan products into uh some of their already established products like the Whopper you can get at Beyond Whopper now. You can go to Del Taco and get a Beyond California burrito or a Beyond Seven Layer burrito. Um and yes. uh I will say Beyond Meat though tastes delicious. Like it tastes like meat. Um it's not super like it's it's way more it's better for the environment, but I'm not yeah. saying it's like you're not gonna eat uh Beyond Whoppers every day and lose pounds because that's not how that works. Right, but I mean, it's the the big thing, sustainability, right? Because yeah. it takes what hundreds of gallons of water to like kill one cow. I mean, <laughs> for the yeah. fucking cow. Too. If you watched Big Little Lies this week, you know exactly <laughs> oh, right, how many right, gallons right. of water. Exactly. But yeah, so it's Every it's about cool sustainability. Day. It's about giving more options to more customers, right? Because if you think about it, these fast food restaurants, have been ignoring vegan and vegetarians for so long because they've been focused on getting their products cheap to um, the masses, but Things are changing. So it made sense. Have more vegetarian options. Have more vegan options. Have more um, plant-based options because I have friends who are vegans and vegetarians who will seek that out. Right. So Arby's was like, that's cool. (laughs) Arby said, hey, hold my roast beef sandwich. (laughs) Fuck that noise. (laughs) And we're going to create the first line of vegetables. What was that? Vegetables. Oh. That's a thing. Yeah. It's a fucking thing, apparently. Which is basically products that are supposed to look and even taste a little bit like vegetables completely made out of meat. What a fucking lazy name, too. Oh, it gets better because their first product is the (laughs) Merit. So they're just gonna put an M, it's yeah, it sounds M, it sounds like a maybe an E fucking Pokemon, a merit, yeah, I for sure, catch a merit, and I think it's or it sounds like, like a, a rodent, ferret. yeah. So it is, and if you can see photos that we have on our Facebook, it is, it looks like a carrot, especially from far away, and then you get close up, and it looks like a hot dog fucked a carrot, <laughs> because that's the texture you can see. And basically, through I mean, it process. looks like a, it looks like a 
a a do-it-yourself cake, right? That you yes. make look like a carrot. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. But it is made of a hundred percent turkey. And I've seen it cut and it almost cuts like a sausage. Ugh. Because it's like compressed, right? So legitimately they then after they mate these they toss it in like carrot dust (laughs) (laughs) gotta get your vegetables so that it tastes like a carrot i i have to pray that this is just a marketing ploy i can't imagine that they would ever mass produce so jim taylor arby's chief marketing officer said today that quote plant-based meats are the latest incarnation of making vegetables look like what americans really want which is great tasty meat universally people know we're supposed to eat vegetables every day but 90 percent of americans don't eat the recommended amount so we said if others can make meat out of vegetables why can't we make vegetables out of meat? Right, because why would you ever just serve like healthier options at your restaurant? You just say, fuck it. America's fat as shit. So let's the, just throw turkey at him <laughs> instead of carrots. The They'll mer- never know. The merit is made by rolling raw turkey breast into a shape of a carrot, cooking it uh, with a sous vide for an hour. <laughs> And then they cover it with a special carrot marinade, and then they oven roast it for another hour. A carrot marinade. Yep. And then they toss it in carrot dust. And it is the first in a series of meatables or vegetables that are, for now, only available in the confines of Arby's Test Kitchen. Why don't you just go ahead and keep that confined in the test kitchen for the sake of anybody who would potentially order that? And I feel like it would just be one of those, like you do it to say you did it, you know? Post a couple pictures on social media. Hey, I got the fucking meat carrot, the merit. Check it out. No, you know what? The the only reason why I support this as a product is for one reason and one reason only, Brian. So we can make bread eat it. So we can fucking make bread eat it on camera. Yeah. They sell at least one. Yeah. We, so we Arby's, would definitely purchase it. Send it here. <laughs> All right. Send us that fucking carrot dust. Yeah. And I'm just going to feed him a merit with a side of nacho fries and chicken chips. No, it's got to all be from Arby's. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. So then what's the what's the worst thing on Arby's menu? Trick oh, question g- everything. <laughs> <laughs> I got to imagine their fish sandwich is probably oh, God. one of the worst in the biz. Do they sell baked potatoes? I feel like they're a place that would sell baked potatoes. Wait, what's their weirdest side dish? You know? I, uh, no, I don't. Creamed corn. <sighs> <laughs> now, now it just sounds like we've gone to Boston Market. <laughs> Which is also a fucking terrible place. Yeah. All right. Well, Don't thank you. Thank you so much for turning tuning into this episode of Pop Not Soda. If you try the merit, let us know. Uh, if you think this is the dumbest idea, then we agree with you. Let us know about that too. 
Uh, let us know if you'd like to see other vegetables made out of meat and what meat that would be. Uh, also, let us know if you're seeing Spider-Man Far From Home and what you think. Uh, please do not use AI for anything other than becoming a robot butler or a murderous robot. And say no to reboots. Yeah. I know everyone's doing it, but just... Just don't. Just don't. It's like if Tony Hawk on a half pipe of dinner and was like, I want to hit a 900. Yeah. We've already seen it, Tony. You don't have to do it. Don't right. sacrifice your knees. You got kids. Even you, Disney. Pump the brakes. We, <laughs> we don't need all these fucking remakes. At least they're different, right? They're live action, so at least... Yeah, but... All right, if you miss us throughout the week, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at pop underscore not soda. You can follow and subscribe to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com backslash pop not soda official. Uh, go over to our Patreon. Click on it. Donate, please. It's backslash pop not soda official. And just like this episode, you can find every episode of the real pop not soda, not some cheap knockoff. Uh, like basically, they're the safe way to our Coca-Cola. Yeah, they're the Sam's Club to they're Costco. The, they're the Dr. Thunder to our pepper. Oh, I was going to say Diet Dr. Pib. Oh, but I actually kind of like Mr. Pib. They're fucking Diet. They're, doc, they're Diet Dr. Thunder, bro. <laughs> I've never even heard of Dr. It's Thunder. It's fucking exactly. Uh, and you can find us at popnutsoda.podbean.com, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. So, enjoy the 4th of July. Please be safe. Don't pull Jason Pierre-Paul. And we will see you next week.